You are listening to Holy Words from Holy Cross, the sermon podcast of Holy Cross Evangelical Lutheran Church in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We hope you find these words a blessing in your daily walk with God. Please visit us on the web at www.holycrossnazareth.org or in person at 696 Johnson Road, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Don't be all else to me, save that thou Would you join me for a word of prayer? Gracious Lord, we thank you that we again have the opportunity to come to your house of prayer and praise. By the power of your Spirit, make the words of the Scriptures come alive in our hearts. Help us, Lord, to understand them correctly and most especially let them bear fruit in our lives that we may be refashioned more and more into the character of your Son, Jesus. Because it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. So the first time I preached on this text, I was a young pastor. And uh, what happens, uh, your first time at bat with each of these texts is you really kind of dig into the commentaries and you're doing the stuff you need to do and you're learning. and, And the first thing I came across that kind of upended my expectations was that all the commentaries were clear. That Jesus, when he says, you know, you have to receive the kingdom of heaven like a little child, what he's not talking about is childlike innocence. Absolutely clear about that. Um, Not only is that clear from the context of the whole of the scriptures in this particular passage, but it's clear from the way that people thought about children even back in that day and age. The idea that children are innocent is a pretty recent uh, phenomenon in cultural history. And uh, it's really kind of cool that I get to preach this on the day we have a baptism. Um, and, I, but I was thinking to myself, this is surprising to me. How am I going to share it with my congregation? So I, I got up on that first Sunday and I was a little bit nervous. And I was talking about, how, you know, well, you know, if you look honestly at the way children behave toward each other, there's just as much evidence that they're not innocent as that they are. <laughs> Um, but there's, there's a fair amount of sin, a fair amount of selfishness in even the youngest of children. And um, Doris, our, our preschool director, who was sitting about where you're sitting, Madeline, she says, raises her hand and goes, Pastor, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> and I got thinking about it. I was like, yeah, you know, I used to babysit when I was a teenager the, the boys in our neighborhood. I didn't feel comfortable with the girls, but I, I could babysit the boys. And across the street, they had a three and a four-year-old. And mom had a very strict rule that they had to split a cookie before bedtime. These were big cookies, but they were still, they were only allowed to have one cookie between the two of them. And I discovered after my first attempt at babysitting them, if I did not break the cookie precisely in half, I was going to have a fight. So I went back the second time and I'm like, I know this. I know what I'm going to do. I put the cookie on the table. I took the pizza cutter and right down the center. And then I discovered you have to count the chocolate chips on each side. (laughs) Or there's going to be a fight. (laughs) We're just naturally 
creatures that are envious and we are wanting for ourselves and, and a little self-centered and, and it, just because we're young doesn't make it any less so. In fact, in some ways it can make it worse. We have to grow out of that. And it takes the people in our lives teaching us to not be selfish and especially in this case the word of God teaching us about that. And uh, so I was thinking about this when years later uh, I was in my first job in ministry and I was a youth minister and we had this, this wonderful little youth group and uh, there had been a little drama in the group. I know that's shocking. <laughs> but there had been a little drama in the group and um, one of the girls came in and this was 1998 so I think they were disc men back then. I don't know what phase of things we were at. But she comes in and she's like, Brett, Brett, you've got to hear this song. This is so perfect for what we just went through. And I wanted to share it with you this morning. So I thought all these things are on YouTube someplace. So I went on the internet trying to find it. Turns out there's no music video for this song, or at least they never uploaded it, which shocked me. But some enterprising person, who apparently found it as ironic as as I did, um, took this song and put scenes from our favorite Disney movies with it. So that's what I'm going to share with you now. Julia, can I get your help? You're going to go forward to the second black slide. Birdie was going to marry some girl from Denver. Then my sister came over, had the Sunday paper with her. There was the girl on the social page, looking in love and all engaged. We decided she don't take a very good picture. It may be my family's redneck nature, of an offering it out on ladylike behavior. It sure ain't Christian to judge a stranger, but I don't like her. She may be an angel who spends all winter bringing the homeless blankets and dinner. A regular Nobel Peace Prize winner, but I really hate her. I'll think of a reason later. I drew horns and blacked out a tooth with a marker. Childish, yes, but she made such a thin little target I couldn't be happier on my own But I've got the slightest of a jealous bone And seeing her with him tends to enlarge it Well, it may be my family's redneck nature I've all bringing out a ladylike behavior Sure ain't Christian to judge a stranger, but I don't like her. She may be an angel who spends all winter bringing the homeless blankets and dinner. A regular Nobel Peace Prize winner, but I really hate her. I'll think of a reason later. Salt of the earth and a real good dancer But I 
the song to me <laughs> and said it was just perfect because this is the way we think quite naturally um, in our fallenness in our sinfulness you get in our way you block our desire someone else gets a little more recognition than we get and our inner two year old comes out stomping his little feet and complaining and well we don't usually kill our brother or sister we think nasty thoughts at them and sometimes we undercut their reputation. And we do not so nice things. But this is not the kind of people we're called to be. There was a, there, a wonderful passage by C.S. Lewis which I looked for all over for this sermon but I couldn't find it but I remember the import of it. And in it he talks about how we are made to be we're called to be, we're redeemed to be the kind of people who when someone else is chosen for the team and we're not, when someone else's project version was chosen and we're, ours wasn't, when someone else gets recognition that we feel we deserve, we are just to rejoice that somebody we love, somebody we care about or somebody who deserves it, even if we deserve it too, got the recognition that they deserved and that the world was made a better place by their contribution. But most of us don't have that experience in our lives with too many people. The most common exception, though, is our children. If you have children, if you've raised a, a protege, if you've mentored a young person, if you don't have children of your own, we usually don't get upset when they go beyond us. When they become better at something, we see them take their first steps and we think to ourselves that someday they are going to break the school track record. Or they make their first little stammering speech and we imagine in our heads them saying, my fellow Americans. <laughs> that love that we pour out on our children that is quite naturally there, that love they receive as a gift. They don't learn to expect it till later. They just receive as a gift this wonderful pouring out on them of hopes and dreams. And when they even make the smallest of achievements, applause and love. They're humble. They don't think it's their right. They just receive it. And they're glad when mom and dad look at them. When the coach cheers them on. And that's what Jesus is getting at when he takes that child and puts it in their midst and says you must receive the kingdom of heaven like a little child. It doesn't mean that you're innocent. None of us get that card, no matter how young we are. It doesn't mean that you're young. It means that you're humble. He, he does this right after. He just taught all about humility. <laughs> it's right there for us to pick up. We are to receive what God is giving to us as a gift. Never as a right, never as something we deserve. 
So consequently, we rejoice that we've been given something beyond what we deserve. And we can rejoice equally when someone else receives a gift beyond what they deserve. And in that mutual rejoicing that everyone is being built up, that's where the healing of the world comes. That's where the kingdom of God is breaking into our midst and we're beginning to live like children, citizens of that kingdom. So we need never be jealous of what others have because we've been given more than we deserve already. And here's a quote by C.S. Lewis I do have memorized. When we think of humility, he says, Humility is not thinking less of ourselves. Humility is thinking of ourselves less. Rejoicing in the gifts that God has given others. Rejoicing that the right thing was done no matter who got the credit for it being done. Rejoicing that we have all that we need because of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Would you join me for a word of prayer? Blessed Lord, you have not only borne our burdens, you have given us gifts beyond measure. The things we take for granted, Lord, help us to not take them for granted. The, the skills, the abilities, help us not to think of them as our possessions, but as gracious gifts from you. Things that we have for a time and can use for the benefit of others for a season. The strength of youth, the wisdom of age, the skills we possess, the time to serve others. May we be diligent in using them that we might be transformed more and more into the likeness of your Son, humbly receiving all that you give and giving thanks to you who give it. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that Thou art. Be Thou my best thought in the day and the night. Waking or sleeping, Thy presence my light.